the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the LinkedIn Rockstars! LinkedIn today, and oh, what a day it is. We've got Stephen Groves and Guy Powell, two of the most powerful people I know in social media paired up. And you know, I love paired up teams. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi, Mike. Thanks, Thanks a lot. It reminds me of wrestling, you know, pro wrestling, and you got the big tag teams, you know, you guys do, you know. I'm in, I'm in Minnesota, the land of, of pro wrestling. You know, we had yeah. all the big wrestlers here, you know. Yeah, sure. About that, right? We had a we we had a we had a governor who played a little bit in that space. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, thanks for being on the show. You've both been on the show before and stuff. We've got a track record together, and and uh, we know we know Stephen really really well from uh, from a bunch of uh, things. In fact, Stephen went to went to uh, uh, Monterey, Mexico, uh, to fill in for me doing a speaking gig with Lori Roth. Did you not? Yep, yep, and that was a really great adventure, and, and actually, it it taught me something that I share with people still today, um, and and that's the phrase that su casa es primero, which means your house first. And, and and Guy and I work with a lot of organizations who are all interested in in how to create an effective. Uh, marketing presence and um, the thing that we oftentimes have to remind people I know when I do uh, when I'm working with small to medium businesses I have to remind them that um, you know your house is in order first you got to get your your website lined out first and then we can spend the time talking about what works in social and what works in traditional marketing have you ever any of you guys ever been in where the airplane little mask can come down on the airplane no, I've never had that happen. Guy's flown a lot more than me, though. Guy, yeah, but I have you had to, that happen to you yet? 
No, I haven't, and thanks for having us today, Mike. Uh, the um, I have been on a uh, a flight where we were coming out of Florida in the in the summer, and we went through a cloud, and and uh, all of a sudden, anybody that didn't have a seatbelt on was on the ceiling, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, it was pretty pretty astounding. We landed in Atlanta, and normally it takes about. 10 minutes to get from the you know the landing strip to the uh uh to the gate and we were there in like 10 seconds and we were met then by by ambulances because the uh you know there were three or four people that really got injured they you know hurt their necks or whatever and they had to be taken off the plane and stretchers so didn't run out of oxygen but certainly ran out of air or you know out of uh out of lift (laughs) There was a tieback to this, and I remember it now. <laughs> the tieback the tie is that they tell you you've got to get your own house in order first, right? You put your own mask on first, and then you help the other people around you. Yeah. And, and, and you've got to, you've got to be, be, be dressed for success, so to say. John T. Malloy's Dress for Success, one of the most famous books of the, what, 70s maybe now. <laughs> you're you're uh, dating yourself, Mike. You're dating I, yourself, I am, bro. I am a little yeah. bit, you know. So our audience are LinkedIn users out here. Where does Pro Relevance come in? To, to service and play with in the world of LinkedIn users, both at the high end and at the and at the low end. How do how do, how do you cross paths? Yeah, exactly. So um, uh, for uh, for the our existing offerings, we provide uh, large companies that uh, basically anybody that you see advertising on television, uh, they would be a target for us. So anybody advertising on television, we can help them. To really optimize uh, not only their uh, their television media but all their media, and um, you know whether it's TV or radio or social or digital or search, and uh, we have some very unique and really totally differentiated uh, uh, methods to do that, and and I think that's one of the reasons why we've uh, we've been so successful. Um, on the uh, small business side, uh, I'll let Steve talk about that. But uh, you know, the small businesses have totally different challenges, and um, and we are uh, right now in the process of uh, launching a new service to help some of the small businesses to really get their house in order, as you as you kind of say, um, and be able to really understand not only where they stand competitively, but what they can do in, in real actions uh, to be able to drive their, their business on the, uh, you know, in, in an online way. Sure. And um, what, what uh, that, that thanks, Guy. But that, what that tool is, is, um, is something that we're calling the SEO and social sleuth. And it's not completely done, but we're getting ready to open up an alpha program where we can get early adopters and participants involved. But um, to answer the question about what happens with people when they look at LinkedIn from a small to medium business angle is that, uh, Mike, you and I see it all the time, and that is that um, they don't always understand how the company page functions for them. They don't understand how to build those relationships oftentimes in the groups that are um, either their industry or the industries of their clients. So a lot of time, a lot of my time when I'm talking to people about LinkedIn at the small to medium business level is just really getting them oriented to that basic level of, well, your competitors are there, your customers are there, your industry is there. Um, let me let me help you find them. And, you know, that, that brings up a good point is whether you're at a 
you know, a big company or a small company, um, it's that fully integrated approach of not only bringing in, you know, LinkedIn, which is critical, you know, even for our own business, but critical for, for, for a small business, and then making sure that, that it's functioning properly in context of your, your website and your search and any other social actions that you're doing. Hmm? Yeah. So, so where, do, where do the other platforms come into play? Well, you know, that, that's a great question, because if we're talking about the earned media or social media platforms out there, Mike, um, it depends upon where, you are, where your industry is, right, where your clients are. Um, if I'm trying to get hold of uh, people in job shops and manufacturing, there's not a lot of them on LinkedIn. Excuse me, there are not a lot of them on Facebook. But um, we know that uh, there's a good industry or a good gathering of them um, on LinkedIn. Don't think I'd take a manufacturing shop to uh, Pinterest either, but I might take them to Google+. So it really matters where's the audience of the client we're working with. Yeah, sure. absolutely, and um, you know, and, but and it could be that you could take them to Pinterest, but certainly, uh, you know, if you're a small business or uh, you know somebody that that maybe targets more consumer, or if you're B two B, any of the media social media platforms could be valuable for you. And the idea, though, is then to see how you're doing and make sure that you have a you know a good action plan. To figure out what to do, you know, better where to focus your 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 limited marketing resources to make sure that you can you know, you can drive the business, and that's where the SEO social sleuth kind of comes from. I love the name, guys. I was, that was good. I, I think uh, uh, Stephen didn't I get to talk to you a little bit about names before we were kind of yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, last <laughs> night, uh, last night, uh, guy, um, we talked a little bit about it um, during our call. So yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you like it. Uh, we're we're kind of ex- interested and excited about seeing how people uh, people adopt it and if they like it too. Hmm. So well, within within the, the the LinkedIn space, a lot of things have changed over the last year. Gosh, so, yes, it has. You know, where do you think they're going to go in the next year? What are your predictions for where where LinkedIn is going to stop doing this, start doing that, acquire this? You know, what is what's your crystal ball got going on for the next year for LinkedIn? Yeah, let me uh, let me go first, if you don't mind, Steve. Uh, yeah. One of the things that we've seen um, in a big way is the value that LinkedIn provides for uh, for companies and individuals to really profile themselves as domain experts. I think that that trend is just going to continue to accelerate and, and explode, and I'm seeing that as well, even internationally, with a lot of our international contacts, where it's they're not just thinking about LinkedIn as a job site, they're thinking about it as a domain kind of expert site. And and that right there is is just a great way to be able to set yourself up and your company up as the experts in the in the business and the kinds of things that you're trying to do. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that uh, LinkedIn um, certainly is evolving from from where it, it was positioned as the place where you put your resume so that you could find additional work. It's really transitioning itself into the B2B network where you find uh, people in your industry, you find people in your clients' industries where you can actually communicate with them. Um, at a B, as a as a business as opposed to a, a consumer. Um, you know, when you sit down uh, and log on to your LinkedIn account, there's nobody 
that's logging on that is expecting to see pictures of puppies or babies. That's just not right. what we find on right. LinkedIn. Uh, so, so where your your customers might be on Facebook um, and being B two B, they're not there to see you. But if they are logging on to LinkedIn, they're very much looking to to connect with you on a business question. Um, and there's some new functionality that the uh, platform is bringing to bear as well. I've been part of the beta test program in a couple of areas and have been on LinkedIn since, um, oh gosh, like 30 days after they opened. And um, I, I see it as, as a pretty powerful platform for connecting businesses to other businesses. Well, guys, let's let's take a break here. We'll come back, and I want to dive more into where I think LinkedIn is going and what the things that you described over the next couple of years. Uh, Brasco, bring in some rock and roll here. We'll come back after we listen to our sponsors here for a moment. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Rock the World with LinkedIn continues only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hey, we're back from break. <laughs> yes, we got some new little rock and roll that Brasco, my producer, put in for us. Uh, he's been he's been hounding me for some new music, and we know some bands, so I brought some new music in and stuff. So uh, thank you, Brasco. Hey guys, uh, we, when we were uh, when we got done with the first half of the show, we were starting to talk about where LinkedIn's headed down the road and all. Yeah. And um, um, I see all kinds of I, I totally get where you're going. Um, the area that I'm seeing the most activity from my perch 
has to do with technology and APIs and connectivity and Salesforce.com and all of this cloud-based stitched together infrastructure that a modern-day sales rep has, you know, yeah. that a modern-day corporate user has, right? Yeah. Um, Steve, weren't you telling me about your two big monitors that you have now in front of you? They you know this <laughs> evolution of the corporate desktop, right? Well, uh, it is, you know, and that's where I recently upgraded my uh, my my environment here at the house, and now I've got a couple of uh, touch monitors that sit on either side of my laptop. So the 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 use of touch is is really, um, I, I think, I think it's someplace where we're going to go. It's really easy to navigate with the various applications I've got when I've got all that real estate, and I can just touch the buttons and, and the screens that uh, that help me get the information I need to do my job. So um, what is your machine then? Is your machine like a Surface 3 with two no, monitors? Yeah. Is that it? Well, I, I wish it was, Mike. I, I, uh, I, you know, I don't have all the money the rock stars have. So, so no, I've got a, an older version laptop that just is using a USB 3 um, port to connect to these using this, this, this Targus display link adapter. It, it's really pretty brilliant, but... Um, the the idea of where we see this technology going is, I think, touch is going to play a big part of it from the uh, computer side of things. But from the LinkedIn side of things, I really think that we're going to see a growth of the LinkedIn platform to uh, include, uh, well, the, the new product that uh, LinkedIn just bought, Bezo. Uh, are you familiar with Bezo, Mike? Little, little bit, little bit. Yeah, tell us, tell us about Bezo because I think well, you're barking up the right tree here. Totally. Well, I, I, and that's where I don't know where Bezo is going to go, Mike. Uh, our friends at LinkedIn have purchased several different platforms and, and not always integrated it well. But at this point, we're looking at Bezo um, and LinkedIn coming together as a platform that's going to perform similarly to the the combination of Salesforce.com and Jigsaw. The real difference, I think, and the real benefit that we're going to get from uh, LinkedIn, though, is that uh, LinkedIn is a platform of of information about businesses and and individuals that individuals and businesses maintain. Whereas, from what I understand about Jigsaw, is that really they maintain it, and you have to guess whether or not it's current. Whereas, you know, people's LinkedIn profile is usually pretty current, and certainly yeah. the company page is going to be current. So, I think there's going to be a big difference there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I think you're right, Mike. I think the that trend of uh, well, first of all, cloud computing certainly is going to uh, yeah. is driving you know Salesforce.com and any of the other uh, Salesforce automation packages, and um, and then it just makes sense and and really the demand that uh, that's out there to really fully integrate the the incredible value that LinkedIn has is going to be mm-hmm. is going to be something that uh, makes a lot of sense. And I think you're right; that is going to be the next big uh, big trend overall. You know, the value is, is in a number of buckets, right? I mean, it isn't in any one bucket. You know, the, LinkedIn has equal money coming from over here and over here and over here yeah. on, the, on the revenue side, right? I mean, it's pretty well split, frankly. Mm-hmm. And, and the, um, um, the, the way that the, the sort of the revenue kind of comes in and, it, and that it's split, you know, the value comes in and it's, it's kind of different values for different people. As well. I mean, LinkedIn is used as a marketing tool more and more and more now, and it used to be used as just a recruiting tool. It's used as a sales tool now more and yeah. more. Yeah, I think you're it's, right. You have na- Sales Navigator. Where, there, where was that product until recently, right? And now now you see, you see where it is. You know, these different adaptations yeah. where you add another layer on top. And LinkedIn becomes a data service in a lot of cases, right? More of a 
more of a service and a, a, a database than an actual user interface that they interface with because they can get to it from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You're saying it right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, as a small business, you know, you, you kind of do a little bit of everything. And certainly with, uh, with LinkedIn, you know, I'm on there all the time, whether it's for marketing activities, whether it's, you know, putting together a marketing plan, whether it's doing business development, whether it's just researching different companies. Um, you know, it has become really the platform for, uh, for uh, you know, for that whole selling and marketing function. Guys, how many ta- uh, guys, when I say guys, I mean guys, not guy. I mean two guys. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, how many tabs uh, do you have open on LinkedIn typically, or, or how does your, your use of number of tabs on LinkedIn go throughout the course of a day? Well, it goes that's up and down. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I'll probably have, like right now, I, I, I'm just looking, I've got three tabs open. And okay. uh, so I could be anywhere from three to five and... And I've gotten now into the habit where I got to close them all because <laughs> they, I just get this huge thing that's open all the time. So <laughs> I don't know where, where are you, Steve? <laughs> well, you know, I uh, LinkedIn is is one of those tabs that's um, is 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 always open on my browser. Um, but I just started moving away from using Google Mail and a web browser to using Outlook again. So so now I don't have my mail open, but I used to have my mail open, my calendar open, and then the very First tab was always going to be LinkedIn, so I always keep track, of, keep up with going with what's going on on LinkedIn for me. Hmm. You know, when you're when you're doing work for clients, is where the bunch of windows really pop up. I'm yeah. like you; I got five or six open all the time. You know, and, yeah. they're, and they're and they're permanently affixed. You know, they're pinned. Yep. Right. Yep. And uh, but when you get working with clients, here's 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 my suggestions for our audience. I'll, I'll go into tip mode for a moment as if, you know, open up a, a different whole browser altogether. You know, use Chrome instead or use 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 Firefox or use Safari or something. If you're going to work on a project for clients so you can keep it all within the same space and you're not mixing up your own personal stuff with client stuff. And that's the best way to do it. You can log in as another user entirely in another browser and kind of keep your stuff separated. So there's just a little tipperoo there, um, since we do actually quite a bit of stuff uh, with uh, overseas virtual assistants. In fact, Steve, you use the same VA that we do, don't you? I think I use a couple of them. I know that uh, you and I use the same graphics guy up in Canada, and we've got a couple of other people that we share. But, yeah, absolutely. So that that's one of the other trends that I'll throw out here over the next year or so has to do with, with uh, who's actually driving that account. That someone else, administrative sort of people, one to many, you know, that call it the office manager or the marketing manager or someone, will be using your account via some sort of a mechanized way. Maybe through Sales Navigator that can distribute content out across all the Navigator folks who work for one company. Picture it, can't you? Navigator 2.0 becomes a content distribution platform. You can push a button and push it out across all the employees or however many you want. Picture that, that evil empire. (laughs) That evil interconnected empire. (laughs) You know, that's a lot of where things are headed, though. I mean, like, like if you look at where at where Sales Navigator is is going, guys, I mean, it's a corporate license. When the employee leaves, that license stays, just like with Salesforce. Yep. You know, that's the biggest thing with that. And in my mind is all that all that data intelligence that was built into the Navigator thing, the pipelines, your next rep comes in and plugs right on into it. 
Wow, huh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Lucky Rob. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Maybe. it is amazing, though. Your your point, though, is this integration, which I think also is if you now, especially as this integration is taking place, uh, that also leads to, you know, good loyalty and, and what have you, because it does take a little bit to, you know, once you get a, a whole mechanism in place, it's really hard to, to change off of that. So, um, you know, the ability uh, for other packages, whether it's Bezo or Sales Navigator and, uh, you know, and them to really integrate into the existing kind of infrastructure of LinkedIn and Salesforce and whatever they happen to be, uh, you know, that's a, that's, a, that's a pretty strategic and valuable uh, direction to take. Can't you see the universities saying, you know, seeing this trend and creating curriculum around cloud, you know? I mean, uh, I got a BSE in cloud computing, you know, from the <laughs> University of Louisville. I, I totally see that coming if it's not already there, don't you? Yeah. Well, University of Phoenix, you know, you don't have to be there to, to get your degree. So, you yeah, know, it, yeah, there's on the other side, you know, on the, on the last mile side, the tail circuit side. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, um, yeah. So what, what made LinkedIn really happen at the very beginning was the technology industry and the recruiting industry. I mean, that's kind of what spawned it. And, and now it's sort of like, you know, they, they – the recruiting industry kind of got really, really robust. Looks like the sales industry is getting really robust. Do you see anything other big industry or big bucket stuff for, for LinkedIn in the next, next, next couple of years? You know, that's it's not on the radar screen. A big hit, you know, like Apple with the new iPad. I mean, do you see a big yeah. LinkedIn anything out there? You know, I think that uh, Bezo is gonna is gonna grow in importance. People are gonna see that as a viable competitor to the Salesforce. Um, if they are able to position it as a lower cost technology, I think people will grab onto it more and more. Okay. Um, but but that's also gonna relate back to um, how the individual decides to manage their personal data. I think there's a a move on to making sure that your personal data is managed by you and, and not anybody else. So I think we're going to see impact in both of those areas. Well, Guy? Yeah, no, you know, it's uh, it's true. I think that um, that, that is going to happen. And, um, you know, and I think that's where uh, the, um, you know, that somehow as LinkedIn kind of has its tentacles, you know, all over and the other applications have their tentacles all over, there's going to have to be a, a management capability and some kind of a strategic thing that, uh, you know, that can help to make the the larger decisions a little bit easier, you know, because it, it can otherwise get to be, you know, pretty difficult. And, um, you know, and, and so as LinkedIn moves further, you know, and I think it's definitely going to move specifically into, you know, into the marketing domain with the ability to really, you know, build your, your, your domain expertise out there. I really think that's a, you know, that's a, that's a good thing. And, and just to kind of bring it back to um, you know the, uh, the the SEO social sleuth that we're coming up with uh, the, the your position in LinkedIn is going to be a very critical thing to be able to look at and see how you're doing uh, between uh, you know your company uh, versus the competition. So um, yeah, so I think that all of that all of that together will really be a you know a big a big thing to watch out for over the next couple of years. Well, thank you, Stephen Groves and Guy Powell, for being on the show again. Absolutely. Re reigniting our, our, our relationship and taking it to another level because you got this cool new stuff coming on. So, how, Yeah, guys, thank how you, do, Mike. 
how do they how do they reach you guys? How do you, how do you want our audience to find you and reach you, reach out to you? Well, in terms of being able to connect with Guy and I at ProRelevant, we're at ProRelevant.com and, and would love to hear from anybody uh, working at the enterprise level who is trying to, to establish um, uh, their their media spend in the most effective way. And, and, and really, we've got a great tool there with MarketSim that, that's important and relevant. Um, when it comes to the small to medium business offering and uh, the new um, SEO social sleuth tool, um, visit us at seosocialsuth.com and uh, and sign up now. We're going to be opening the alpha phase here pretty quick, and we're going to be running beta first quarter next year. Hopefully, get this thing formalized and on the street uh, before second quarter next year. So, um, visit us at prorelevant.com to find out more about what we're doing, um, and then visit us at seosocialsleuth.com and um, get signed up for the new tool. We're we're really excited about it. Beautiful. Thanks so much for being on the show, guys. Well, this is uh, this is Rock the World with LinkedIn on webmasterradio.fm. We air on Mondays. Join the show. We have awesome guests, as you have experienced here. We have expert segments at the end of many of the shows. And you know what? We got a little bit of a rock and roll attitude with some really kick butt guests like today. Thank you, guys. Yep. Thank you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. All-Inclusive Marketing is the luxurious five-star resort of digital marketing. Welcome to All-Inclusive Marketing. Engage with All-Inclusive Marketing's award-winning strategists to ramp up your online profitability and brand exposure, driving new customer acquisitions, increased sales, and stronger buyer retention. Another mojito, please? All-Inclusive Marketing's full-service digital and performance marketing accommodates every brand, specializing in retail, travel, and software as a service. What a great room. The A in All-Inclusive Marketing means award-winning winning leadership, excellence and results, as well as an A rating by the Better Business Bureau. For reach, engagement and conversion, it's all-inclusive marketing. Reserve a free consultation today at allinclusivemarketing.com slash radio. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. InternetMarketingINC.com is one of the fastest-growing full-service digital marketing agencies in the country, specializing in providing results-driven online marketing solutions. Internet Marketing Inc.'s passionate team prides themselves on staying ahead of marketing trends to create and implement campaigns that get more traffic to your website, gain positive brand awareness, and drive conversions. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Rock the World with LinkedIn continues only on webmasterradio.fm. It's Rock the World with LinkedIn Radio and it's expert segments with Donato Diorio, my good good buddy. Donato, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. How's you doing? 
We're hammering great stuff out in these expert segments, and, and we, we, we previously talked about investing in things that go well and making that go well, but things aren't always that way. Sometimes we have broken processes, things that aren't going well, people, processes, lack of resources, whatever it could be. What can you do to help our audience overcome some of their struggles in this area? Well, first, I think you and I both agreed that we should just run from this question. But then I'm like, nah, let's 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 attack it and let's try to help the audience out. So I think when looking at a problem, it's like in software engineering, debugging, right? Not looking at more than one thing at a time. And in order to do that first, you have to break the problem down to its component parts. So slice it down. So if a sales rep is not making enough calls, you have to look at a lot of different things. Number one, is it in their nature? Are, have they not done that before? Did we pick the wrong person? Number two, do they have a call list at their disposal? Uh, number three, are they are they saying the right thing? Number four, are they allowing the, the, the rejection that you do get as a sales rep to affect them? And are you managing them correctly? Are you teaching them? No, it's, it's, not, it's not a personal thing. It's a numbers game. So all those things can be one of the pieces of the problem. So I think this goes to anything from people to software engineering, breaking things down to their component parts, changing one thing at a time, just like A-B testing and marketing, and approaching it that way. And sometimes, great, uh, an experienced sales manager, your case, my case, has the ability to come in and say, okay, you're doing five things wrong. Let's change them all. Or picking that one thing. If it's new territory, if it's a new technology that you're working with that you don't know what's going wrong, don't change multiple things at a time. Change, change one thing, assessed, me, assess, measure, move on, and change the next thing. You've got to break it down to its, to its individual parts. That's beautiful. Programmers know that, right? They don't go changing code all over the place, and it doesn't work, and they got to figure out which of all those things I did caused the problem. And, of course, in this case, which of the things that I tried that I fixed fixed the problem? I can't, I can't attribute it to any which one. I don't know which one to double down on, right? Absolutely. Well, that's beautiful. Um, you know, what I do in that in, in these environments is I start out with bullets and then bullets become become be, you know, get grouped together, you know, kind of all the ideas and all the thoughts. And then they become sentences and paragraphs and then they become sort of a report or a study around something. And, you know, the, the, the key that I've always found for for speed for me is not to think that I've got to write volumes. I just got to get ideas down. Boom, 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 boom. And then we vote on those ideas. Right. You know, which one are we going to do? Which one? are we going to do picking right. one is not always easy so how long would you give one of these things so i'm going to do one how long would you give it before you go on to the next thing you try to improve is that a matter of days or weeks or months or what it really depends on the situation let's let's take sales training as an example uh, that could be a matter of two hours right you try something new see if things change in that short segment make sure you have things like call monitoring call recording coach them, be with them, make sure there's other people around them, make sure there's people successful around them, and reassess. A great sales trainer, as you know, can make a tremendous impact on people that are doing things just all wrong. Beautiful. Yeah, of course, they become a coach, and they got to individualize that, right? Because not everyone in the audience that a sales trainer is, is working with has got the same problems. You know, when I'm up there on stage, I'm always looking at who's nodding and who's looking confused, Right. Absolutely. I remember when we met, you raised your hand when I said, who's got the largest network, right? And I started with 500 and 1,000. I don't know where you dropped off, but I don't think you ever dropped off. You were at least 5,000 or more back then. And uh, 
part of our, our, our concept of, of speed in this was about having a bigger network. And now we've got, we talked about technology. We talked about fixing processes, investing in what's, what's working and all. I want to thank you for sharing all of your expertise in these expert segments tonight. It's been absolutely fantastic having you share. And, you know, I want to give you a quick moment um, uh, in, the, in, in one of these segments to talk about to talk about the capture product in detail and stuff. So I'll cue that up for you in just a moment. Thanks for joining Donato. It's Mike O'Neill with Rock the World Radio on webmasterradio.fm. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.